Welcome to our first ever podcast. This is the Ducking Podcast. And we are so ducking excited to be doing a podcast together. And we called it the Ducking Podcast because every time I go to write a certain naughty word on my phone, it autocorrects to ducking. And (laughs) it just sounded like someone was going to break into my house. But we're okay. We're totally fine. And this episode is not called Ducking Break-Ins. Not. Or Ducking Criminals or anything to do with that in any way, shape, or form. Um, My name is Shazzy. I'm Alex Rose Weissel, but I wish I had like a cool nickname like that. (laughs) I take it back. I'm like, I'm (laughs) A-Rose. You just have a cool name in general, Alex Rose. Um, And on this episode... First episode ever of the Ducking, the Ducking podcast, podcast. We are going to discuss ducking diets and like body image and confidence and these things that we both, you know, and I feel like most people, not just women, this but just people not just in general, like we deal with this our entire lives, especially we're in LA. And we live in LA and we are in an industry that glorifies image, really, to be quite honest. Yeah, and another thing, too, I know, especially with the onset of in my, like, adult years of being in L.A. Mm -hmm. is when Instagram became super popular and all this validation comes from Instagram, and I feel like one of the big parts about getting followers on Instagram are posting photos that aren't – I mean, most people and most people that follow me don't care if I'm posting a cool picture of my travels somewhere cool. True. That'll get, like, way less likes than a post that I post of, of your butt. my face or my butt. <laughs> or, yeah, I was going to be, like, a little more less light, but the truth is, yeah, like, you post a picture yeah. of your butt, you're going to get way more likes. Exactly. Or just in general, um, like, if you're in a bikini or mm-hmm. if you are showing pretty much any sexualized <laughs> amount of skin. Yeah. Um you are going to get the most likes and as great as a like of a boost that is for me or you mm-hmm. or just in general there's still this underlying thing that goes like cool these people don't care what I write. I could literally write about a political view and they won't read it because all they're really doing is liking this picture. Well, that's true too. And I, I know from personal experience, I'm a terrible culprit of that on Instagram. I'm like a serial liker because it's like how I save my, my place when I'm like looking through Instagram too. So I'll just like everything and I don't read what anybody says. And I realize like some of my friends do these amazing, almost like blog posts Mm -hmm. on their Instas that are inspirational and motivational that I would probably love, Yeah, but I'm not even reading them. And on the same point that you were saying, I think there's, like, a come down that comes from, like, this joy of getting this affirmation and validation from these Instagram likes and these followers. The come down off of that really hurts. And for me, I almost, like, relate it to an audition. Like, if I'm going out on an audition, I'm so excited and, like, I feel so good. And I'm, like, going in the car and I have, like, all these great hopes and dreams about what this is going to bring. And, like, Mm -hmm. you get in the car after the audition and it's, like, a roller coaster. Like, you just went down so hard. And it's, like, this crash or, like, almost, like, coming off of, like, a high or, like, a drug. And I feel like Instagram's the same. It's, like, that kind of addiction to having your validation come from this photo that's – basically the validation is coming from something that's so far outside yourself. Mm-hmm. that 
the tr- if you hear if you guys hear snorts like that, I don't know if you can hear that on camera, but that is my dog. <laughs> she snorts like a little pig. Victoria Barkham is her name. Speaking of Instagram, she has a hashtag, hashtag Victoria Barkham. See? Hey, look at there look, we go. even there we go. her validation. Sh- shameless. Shameless plug right there. But she she's a dog and she's lucky. She doesn't have to <laughs> care. She she has she does not she has no no F's given. She is or truth- no ducks given. No ducks given. <laughs> she's truthfully happier. Not knowing how many people would like her post. Exactly. Um, it's funny because I was thinking about um, Victoria's Secret models. and Speaking of Victoria's. Yeah. That was a great transition. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, I mean, Alex Rose, first and foremost, looks like a Victoria's Secret model um, because she is very long and lean and... Thank you for saying that. I also look like a Victoria's Secret model before, like, the Facetune. Like, I, <laughs> if I Facetune it, I could really make it like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, I was thinking about it because you know how, like, people attack this company in a way because they aren't using real models or they aren't using... Um, plus size models mm-hmm. or anything like that. And I had this moment where I was like, well, of course they're not because that's not their brand. Their brand is yeah. to make like men want to see this on their women in a way. As unrealistic yeah. as those expectations are, that's just what it is. And I don't go into Victoria's Secret and go like, oh, I'm going to come out looking like this. Like, if I wear model. this, yeah. yeah, I'm going to look like that girl on the wall. <laughs> I had to come to this own conclusion for myself that I'm like, this is my body. And my body looks good in certain things, but not in everything. I think, well, I think that's true for everyone, no matter what your size is or, you know, what look you are. It, yeah. It's the same for everyone. There's certain things that look better on anyone's body. And I think Victoria's Secret, too, is such a brand that's been around for so long especially like when we were kids growing Mm -hmm, up mm -hmm. like that was the only thing you saw in magazines true like growing up for me and like reading Cosmo and Seventeen and um wanting to be a model when I was like in early high school I never saw anything that didn't look like a girl that could like be in Victoria's Secret like a girl Mm -hmm. that was completely flat basically yes (laughs) in an amazing push-up bra if she Mm -hmm. had any curves at all right but she was like amazingly skinny Mm -hmm. with like perfect face yeah and that to me was the definition of a quote-unquote perfect body in like early 2000s late 90s that's like what it was which I think is I think luckily we're starting to come away from that I would hope for teenage girls now they are exposed to more and they see a different sort of body that would be desirable and for guys too yeah I well and I think too um this is not to discredit Victoria's Secret models in any way, shape, or form. Those ladies work very hard for their bodies. As oh, in they, sure. They make a lot of sacrifices to look that way. But they were also built that way. And we can't fault them for being built that way. And that's the thing is that I think we're, as a society we aren't necessarily seeing is that we go like, but we want to all look this way and we aren't accepting the way our bodies are made. Sometimes it's just impossible. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's, um, I don't, I'm like, it's pointless to even name names, but there's so many of, uh, these like also on Instagram, like these workout girls Mm -hmm. that have made these professions of 
doing like, the you models. know, their fitness. Well, yeah. And then they have, they make fitness apps and mm-hmm. you can like join their application and do their workouts from yeah. your phone and do all this stuff. And I did one for a while. And this girl to me had the most perfect body because in my mind, she was like, you know, skinny, but fit. And I was like, Oh, mm-hmm. that's like, so true. That's like mm-hmm. what I want. Mm-hmm. I want to be like that. Okay. So I did her workouts like religiously. Okay. Did like everything it said, followed their meal plan. And I gained like 20 pounds. Yes, it was muscle and I felt like super strong, but I've never felt so uncomfortable in my body because I was thick for like the first time. Like I was actually like thick. Like if I looked at myself wow. from the side, I was like, Oh, I look thick. Okay. And I, that's not what I ever really wanted or what right, I was trying right. to do with this. Yeah. And a girlfriend of mine, who we also went to college with, um, she was doing the same workout at the same time, and we had this conversation about it, how this girl who was doing it, once we, like, actually started thinking about it and looking at her body, we're like, oh, (laughs) this is a girl who is naturally skinny, Mm -hmm. and she's doing this workout, and it gave her muscle and made her body look like, like, X. And I... I'm not a naturally skinny person. Like, I naturally put weight around my middle. Like, I naturally, you know, I'm not just the fastest metabolism in the world. So when I do stuff like that, I kind of bulk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm I, 100% with you on that. Yeah. Like, and that is the, the thing about, like, the fit models and the Instagram models and things like that that I try not to get in my head because we have all gone down that deep, dark hole of Instagram where you're like, oh, my God, these people that – and you're just yeah, and freaking out. You're like, oh my god, they do it so quickly, and yeah, they like, yeah, yeah. But these people, most of them, like, were naturally thin and mm-hmm. started going to the gym and started to bulk up, as they say, or just create lean muscle. And yeah, their bodies are sick and they're amazing and it's awesome. But that's the way they're made, and that's so we true. Can't replicate that ultimately unless you. Um, are doing like a body competition or something like that. Yeah. If you've, I mean, you've seen those people who but even purposely that, sculpt their bodies to look specific Even ways. that, the girls in those competitions, they all look so different. Yes. They don't look like yes. how Victoria's Secret models all have very similar bodies. They don't all look like that. Right. right. Well, also, they're not being, you know, photoshopped on right. the right. screen. So they all, yeah. But they all have different bodies and mm-hmm. I think it's so and everybody has different muscle groups that build better than others I know for a fact that my butt and my legs they they don't get bulky but they definitely they build muscle very easily. faster than other parts exactly. of your body yeah. exactly and so it's just I think it's key for people to really start to ingest that that it's like your body was made that the way that it was, mm-hmm. you should be feeding it and taking care of it to the best of your ability, like to make it look the best way that it's supposed to look, not the way that it's supposed to like be. Yeah, and I else's. think you know too when you're doing the right things that feel good. Because I know I've you know bounced around to lots of different kinds of like eating patterns and mm-hmm. you know food allergy tests and different kinds of like cardio yeah. and using weights and now I don't do any of that now I just do yoga but even today and this is like gonna bring me to something else that I want to talk about but like even today after yoga this girl came up to me and she was clearly a lot younger than I was which is like <laughs> a big compliment and because <laughs> at one point she was like I'm in college and I was like oh cool <laughs> but she, like after class she was like hey do you, like, what do you do to work out? Like, do you, like, just do this, like, yoga? Like, I just had to ask you. And to me, that's, like, the biggest compliment ever because that meant during this class, this girl 
obviously thought that, like, I had the kind of body that she would want. Yeah. Which brings me to, like, what I want to talk about because I think I have an issue, and I'm sure a lot of other people do too, with some somewhere on the spectrum of, like, body dysmorphia Mm -hmm. because I never see myself in the way, like, that girl in that class would have seen me. Yeah. For someone to actually come up to me and be like, oh, like, what do you do to work out? That's, like, the biggest – I'm like, oh, my gosh, I would never – like, I look at myself, I'm like, what what can I do? Like, how do I get rid of this? Like, how do I change this? Exactly. But I think – so my whole intention this year for, like, 2019, too, is, like, to try to love myself more. Mm Mm-hmm. Because if I love myself enough, then I'll, like, bring love and, like, the things that I want into my life because I'll, like, radiate that love, right? Right. A little hippie, but super into it. (laughs) That's – but that's a big goal of that is being okay with the way I look, not meaning I'm going to, like, slack and not be healthy and do these things, but if I'm doing things that are healthy that make me feel good, like going to yoga, eating things that, you know, I crave but that are also healthy, that aren't, like, too indulgent, you know, just, like, a good Mm -hmm. healthy diet, like – feeling good, working out. It's about balance. There's no reason to hate on that. Like, yeah. I have nothing to hate on. No. It's be, it's about balance. And that has been, like, my biggest thing for the past, like, two or three years mm-hmm. is me finding my balance, me finding the things that make me happy. Yeah. And being okay with it. And, like, if, I want, if I'm craving chocolate cake, to eat chocolate cake and not feel awful about it and to not yeah like you just like did the worst thing in the world exactly (laughs) like not not feeling guilty or not having to like punish myself the next day at the gym because I had a piece of cake yeah it's just it like it's changing your mindset ultimately Mm -hmm. and I think one thing that I really like about this whole body confidence movement is seeing people men and women you know really accept their bodies, um, whether they, um, there was one girl that I recently saw, she was in a wheelchair and a lot of her posts, uh, not a lot of her posts, I should say some of her posts are like her in her wheelchair in her underwear. And it was one of those things that I like, I took that in and I was like, you know what? I really appreciate that this person is putting herself out there and saying like, I'm beautiful and I don't need your acceptance. And it's actually, like, putting people out there who wouldn't who, – who maybe people are like, oh, that's not normal or whatever. And it's like, what is normal? What is beautiful? That's, but that's the thing. What's normal and what's beautiful is being authentic and being yourself mm-hmm. and putting that out in the world. And I think as we were kind of putting down Instagram and doing some Instagram hate in the beginning of this episode, yeah. I think – there's also a lot of good parts to Instagram and social media too because whereas as a teenager I don't think I was exposed to knowing different kinds of bodies that could be beautiful mm-hmm. on Instagram mm-hmm. anyone you know with that level of confidence that's willing to share that part of themselves yeah publicly is able mm-hmm. to do that mm-hmm. so kids no matter what age they are when I know there's like a lot of young people that are on Instagram can see all different things and yeah. all different and maybe are exposed to things that you know, growing up, we wouldn't have seen as quote-unquote beautiful, but now are being praised and liked. And accepted. And accepted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. I agree with that. I I think we are definitely stepping into more positive, like, just vibes in general of body image and, see, and seeing on magazines very normal bodies mm-hmm. um, and just 
maybe like less Photoshop and people who are accepting um, stretch marks or yeah. their, um, what is, what am I thinking of right now? What is Cellulite. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Cellulite. I have cellulite and I have hated it for years and I like wouldn't wear shorts. I wouldn't wear short dresses for a really long time. Which is crazy. Exactly. Come on. Yeah. We live in Los Angeles where like you need to wear basically nothing during the summer because it gets into the high. Yeah. And also you're like young and hot and you should be feel free to wear those kind of things. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And I just I don't think about that anymore. I don't find that to be a problem. And my thing is I'm like if you don't like my cellulite or it offends you in some way, that's on you, not on me anymore. Because but I think that's like the way that you have to get over the hump of cuz truly the only person that's worried about it is probably you. Yeah. And I think that's like a lot of the things that I'm doing too. I'm like, "Oh, I can't wear this." Or like, "Oh, I shouldn't do that." Or mm-hmm. I, I why would I ever like in a store if I like something, I'm like, "Oh, why would I buy this if I like wouldn't wear that on a date?" Okay. Like that like what a weird thing to yeah. say. Like no. what? Buy yeah. it for you. Like, like you like it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's a whole nother whole nother like yeah. bag of worms over that, there. But that's like but that I think that's the thing about like I don't know, accepting and loving on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And a girlfriend of mine told me the other day that like what she's working on this year is to talk to herself like she would talk to her best friend. Which I thought was, like, such a cool thing to say because totally. she she was sharing how, like, she had a lot of anxiety and she was doing a lot of negative self-talk. And one of her friends told her that that was crazy that she would say something like that to herself and about right. herself because this girl's like, such a nice girl that's always, mm-hmm. like, so supportive and so sweet to all her friends and would mm-hmm. never say something negative. Right. So if you could just talk to yourself the way that you, like, talk to your best friend, how different – would that change, like, the image of you? Yeah. Well, and I saw something the other day that said, like, I don't remember exactly what it said, but it was basically to the point of, like, loving ourselves and loving those, like, flaws that we constantly point out. Like, for example, like, you said something about, like, you gain weight around your middle really easily. I do as well, Mm -hmm. and it's very hard to get rid of. I think that's pretty much for every woman. That's Um, my thought too, but then I've definitely seen some girls that have like perfect abs. I'm like, oh my god, your abs are so perfect. And they'll be like, oh yeah, but your legs are so perfect. I'm like, oh dang, we all have our things. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. And that's the thing is that what if we actually loved like the flaws of our body and just really accepted those things Mm -hmm. instead of being like, oh, but I just uh, uh, uh," all the time. Because I feel like, again, our mindset would start to change. And then we probably wouldn't be so judgmental on other people, too. You know when you it's go. so true. Like, you see people and you're like, oh, you probably shouldn't be wearing that skirt. Or just yeah. very simple things. But I we think don't. They're, they're, like, not even conscious sometimes. Like, you just think things. But I think when I think those things, it honestly a lot of times comes from, like, a place of jealousy, too. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, oh, well, I would never wear that because, like, my stomach isn't, like, a six-pack, so I would never wear a crop top. But part of me is probably a little jealous because I'm like, oh, that's, like, really cute, and that, like, reminds me of, like, the era I grew up in. Like, I want (laughs) to rock a crop top, but... (laughs) Exactly. And you should rock a crop top. You totally... You can. Anybody can. Nobody's stopping you but you. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like, I think we all just get in our heads too much. Mm Mm-hmm. And we hold ourselves back from actually living our lives to the fullest. 
Yeah, or actually even getting to know ourselves. And I, I'm i sure this will be, like, something we'll talk about later mm-hmm. when it comes to, like, dating and totally. those kind of things. 100%. But I know, like, a big problem for me is, like, expecting other people to love and appreciate me in a way that I don't even love and appreciate myself. Mm. And that's, like, so unfair, right? Yes. <laughs> I, I understand that completely, that um, – expectation will get you at like they just are not but also like you have to start at home like you have to start with you yeah yeah you it it ultimately is all about you loving yourself and Mm -hmm. finding your happiness and that's when some like someone else can ultimately love you yes I mean because yeah then there there's no like part of you that will not be vulnerable. Does that make sense? It makes so much sense. But it's also like the expectations are so true. Mm-hmm. But I think too getting yourself to think about yourself and your body and like what we're mm-hmm. talking about and mm-hmm. diets and whatever. But coming at it from a place of like love and taking care of who you are and mm-hmm. your life and your body exactly. versus wanting this quick fix. I think your like mind over the physical is so true and important Mm -hmm. yeah and in my you know short 30 years on this planet (laughs) I have no but I've like learned a lot that the my mental not capacity but like my where I am mentally in the day affects so much of my body Mm -hmm. like when you're really nervous and then you feel sick and like are you really anxious about something and you get sick or I know I've had like traumatic things happen and then feel sick like that has so so you have to think like that has to do with like dieting and health and fitness too. Well, and I will say something going to like diets and stuff like that because you know the diet like the diet industry, like the food industry in general is it well it plays on emotions, just yeah, like shopping. Yeah. Like it plays on emotions. Yeah. <laughs> um I don't think there's anything wrong with not necessarily doing extreme things in any way, shape, or form, but making sure that you're always checking in with your health. Yeah. If you find yourself eating out more often than you should, I don't think there's anything wrong with, like, doing a juice cleanse or doing, like, a soup cleanse or something like that and really, like, cleansing your body to get ready for all of the nutrients that you're about to ingest Sure, but I think you have to think of it from that perspective. Like, you have to think of it like, oh, I'm doing this for my body. I'm doing this to feel good. Mm -hmm. Because if you're doing it to, like, lose X amount of weight on a scale or to, like, look good for this audition or to look good for this vacation, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're not really serving anything. No, it's not. (laughs) It's really not doing much for you other than quickly giving you that fix. And then you go on vacation and you eat everything and you gain 10 pounds back. Which, by the way, to like cycle back in like perfect timing to what we were talking about in the beginning, Mm -hmm. that's like the same roller coaster from the Instagram, like where you get all these likes and you're up on this high and then you come crashing down. Mm -hmm. That's the same with most diets. Like you find, you know, you get this quick fix and you've lost five pounds or whatever you're Mm -hmm. trying to do and you like look good in a bikini but then you come crashing down because it's so hard to maintain if it's not coming from a place of like real habitual love and nourishment and and health fostering your health and body. Exactly. Otherwise, it's not exactly. Yeah. Um, I it's it's been quite a journey for me personally when it comes to food. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never had any extremes, is what I would say. Um, and I will say because I haven't had any of those kinds of extremes, I forget sometimes that people do struggle with that and experience that yeah. and stuff like that. Um, it's interesting because sometimes 
uh, I'll see a post like during Thanksgiving or the holidays in general um, where you see like people kind of point out like just remember when you're eating your Thanksgiving dinner that not everybody is able to do this really well or something like that yeah. and I just think about where like my entire it's emotional mm -hmm. emotional eating um to where I am today and it all goes back to balance basically yeah and that I think I have found my balance I know that I like to eat a lot of food which means that I have to work out a little bit harder if mm -hmm. I want to be able to eat a certain amount of food well and to look the way that you feel comfortable and happy and exactly exactly confident. um yeah. mm -hmm. um but I also know that I can't like have pizza every day or yeah. like pizza burger duh, 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 because I won't feel good. Mm -hmm. No matter how much I work out, it's not going to make me feel any better. Yeah. So I, I think it's, that's the biggest thing is like, it's just that people learn to balance it out. But that's what it is. It truly is about balance. And I know, so my experience is, the opposite of yours like growing up I was super extreme and like mm -hmm. wanted to be in that modeling world and that world wasn't accepting if you weren't a certain size when mm -hmm. I was trying to get into it and it it's really hard because at that point we didn't or I didn't realize how photoshopped things were and mm -hmm. I you know you th I thought in my mind that's the way these girls look every single day like mm -hmm. when they wake up in the morning mm -hmm. to when they eat breakfast when they eat lunch when they go to bed at night to when yeah. they're working out like they always look this good yeah so why don't I always look this good like what can I do to like always like so it it did get like super extreme yeah but I think that's just and for me it was part of growing up and in growing up finding that I had other passions and things that I liked in life that I could you know change focus to to not always focus on that yeah but it is I think you're right it is no matter what your experience is it's finding balance and finding this like seesaw that like works for you mm-hmm and that balances out to where you can be both happy and healthy yeah, and confident with how you look and how you're presenting yourself and mm -hmm. what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yum, yum. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is just so good. <laughs> this is so fun. <laughs> um, I for one, know that I'm in a much happier place. And I don't know what it was that, like, clicked or what yeah. changed. But when I turned 27, that's when, like, this thing in my brain just went, like, whoop. And I started eating better. Like, I always ate pretty healthy. Yeah. But I definitely found myself binging in my 20s and stuff like that and not eating healthy. Um, where I would go like a month where I was really good, really dedicated, and yeah. then the next month it was like whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it literally would it would just flip flop like that all the time. Um, and I finally got into a routine where I was working out in a way that really fulfilled like what I that, what you needed. What, yeah, yeah, like what made me happy, what gave me that high, what made me like feel strong. Mm -hmm. Um. And gave me that confidence. Yeah. And so it was, it's just, I think it's different for everybody too. Like when they experience that. Um, when did you experience that? 
have you did you to find like balance like that I think for me it was really coming out of or even going to college and like moving away from home because I had like really extreme like issues with dieting and Mm -hmm. eating and working out and all this stuff and then um we went to college together and we went to this um like musical theater conservatory for two Mm -hmm. years Mm -hmm. and but in going to that like I finally found something that we went to school like so early in the morning. Like I remember those days being like a little bit grueling. Like I would get up at six. I'd have class like all day. Sometimes it was a dance class would be like first, yeah, right first in the morning. Thing. Yeah, and then we wouldn't get home until super late. Mm-hmm. So I kind of had all these other things to focus on, and I was like, oh well, I can't do these kind of addictive, bad eating habits. disordery habits that mm-hmm. I had anymore because I just don't have time. Like I would rather focus on my musical theater class tomorrow or mm-hmm. like getting up early and going mm-hmm. to that ballet class. Well, and you needed the energy for yeah. sure because of how many classes we were doing yeah, and just everything like there that. There was just like, no time to, so I think better than any therapy I'd ever done was <laughs> like finding, yeah. you know, a passion that was greater than worrying and comparing myself yeah. to other people, which I think is the, the all-time biggest. worst. Yeah. <laughs> comparison ducking comparison (laughs) oh dear gosh yeah comparing lives oh I don't it's terrible in every circumstance I'm sure we'll come up to that in another yeah for sure I mean we definitely touched on it like when it comes to the social media thing yeah because we all put our best lives forward Oh, it is. When it's it a highlight comes, reel. Yeah, when it comes to that. Which maybe we'll have to do, like, another episode down the line on, like, ducking social media. <laughs> you can't actually see that we, like, made We just these made, like, little cute faces. poses for you guys. <laughs> but basically, so we wanted to make these, like, short and sweet little podcasts, and we're right at 30 minutes, which is amazing. And mm-hmm. if you've listened to our first podcast... We love you. And we thank you so much for listening to us talk about a pretty major issue in our industry. Yeah, we just jumped right in. Yeah, and um, <laughs> we thought we would start off real strong. Real light and airy. It's good, <laughs> um, So uh, please do come back for our next one. Yeah, we can't and wait. We're very excited. Thanks, guys. Bye. Ducking podcast. <laughs> the ducking podcast. <laughs>